Welcome to this podcast. Here we discuss introspection, being, development, and all the good stuff. Hello, welcome. Something of a trend has been occurring in my mind in regards to a general concept. And I think it would be beneficial to elaborate. Why not? It's something that could be a framework for for approaching or navigating life in a, a coherent manner of some sort. And that is um, two general concepts, and we're going to elaborate on them each in their own time. One is universality, and the other is locality. Okay, so by definition, they're polar opposites off the boat, two opposites, two extremes. Uh, one side is the encompassing of everything, the entirety of all structures, of all thoughts, of all identities, of all whatever we're approaching in life. And the other is the opposite of that, which is locality. It's the privatization of the general public, the privatization of what all universality is. For example, thinking a certain thought or speaking a certain idea is a locality because there's the possibility of the universal options of speech and you're picking one mode of speech, one idea to to elaborate upon. So I would say that they're both these these things, these elements to navigate the world with, but especially when it comes to identity okay so at one point i thought that identity is locality that privatization when something becomes private and by the way look at the wording it's private it's it's privation it's it's lacking the it's like deprivation it's lacking the the pulse, the the heartbeat of whatever it is. So we can't have a home exist on an island. It wouldn't be a home. It would just be a structure, you know, that it would be an island. It would be, it would be a home, but it wouldn't be a home of civilization. It would be a home of the island. It's always the the private life, the locality will always be in contrast to what it is becoming private from right we always say the home borders in shelters right what do we say we're sheltering from what are you sheltering from so it matters what that content is that you're sheltering from to define the home the definition of the home is its property of being sheltered from the the opposing force that's that's causing them chaos that the home is stopping from being chaos but also taking from that expansive public sphere okay so you got locality 
which I said was, I would say, somewhat connected to identity, which is that it assists in helping to deal with life. We we need to speak certain words and think certain ideas and and work in a very secluded structure place because we we can't handle just it all. And so I would say locality is the is the fruits of labor of the universal public. The home in a civilized world will always represent a dosage of that civilized world. And when that civilized world is struggling, the home is also struggling. And if the home is struggling, so is the civilized world because they are just the same thing in, in a smaller resolution, lower resolution. Um, so that being the case, let's, let's, let's switch to understand a little bit of universality. Okay, so the universal, the public, the the lacking, you could say the universal is the lacking privatization, but it's more than that because it's also something of itself. It's an animal on its own, which is that it's, it's the fullness of the full picture. And so what does that mean practically? I would say that in a way some of the doctrines of of America or the West is equal rights or, or freedom for all, something like that, which is kind of a another statement of saying that we want the universal picture to always stay universal. We don't want to get stuck in one person's race or ethnicity. We want to constantly have a world where we appreciate the bigger picture, which is very noble, right? Because we're, we're get, getting usage of this very serious concept. Now, if the universal picture is not developed, and in a way there's a contradiction there, because if it's universal, then it's naturally developed. But I would say that the universal picture that doesn't develop adequately is the universal picture that is not truly universal okay so for example if one were looking at a company right and there's and there's this different levels of of employment there's this managerial levels and and then there's the top the, the top brass and so on and you would want to look at the universal aspect of the company, right? You you would want it to be where everybody is producing for that universal picture, right? Because if there's no unity in the universality, if it's just complete disarray and everybody is just moving in their own direction, then each member is not really connecting to that universality. They're connecting to their own universality in this other universality of a company. So universality, it's not that it needs a locality or something structured to define it, but that if you truly care about the fullness of everything, you would want to 
make note of all the different incorporating parts that make it universal, right? If you're saying that uh, a painting has these all these beautiful parts to it, it's this big picture of something picturesque, you would want to be able to, through that, not that the discourse is going to lead to that, but through that you're going to be able to find the specific things that add to the universal picture. And if it can't be named, then it's not true universality. It's it's just a, using the form of universality for nothingness, right? Uh, in a way, we, we see that with, like, the universality of, like, equality, equality like, If, if the members are not appreciated for who they are in the development of, of that structure of universality, that it's not equal, it's just disarray. It's, there's, there's, there's a nothingness to it. Now, back to locality. Locality, what it does is it, it brings justice to the universal picture because... Right, the public sphere continues on, whether we exist or not. It doesn't care about the individual. It's not meant to care about the individual because it's not alive. It's a. Uh, it's all. It's all it is. It's all that could be. But it's not. Um, it's not made into some practical form. So it's not, it's not molded. So when it, it lacks the mold, it just continues throughout the, throughout the history without any individual having a say or a part in that structure. Now, of course, there's, there's a say and part for each individual because they're in relationship to it, but it doesn't. It's not in relationship to the individual. It doesn't care about the individual. And we, when one tries to make the universal picture something that cares about the individual, what really they're doing is trying to localize the entire public sphere. And what that would produce is a massive familial arrangement where everybody is turning into family, but also that the local family gets destroyed because if your family is half the planet then that's not family that's not familial it's not familiar to you you don't know them by name so then what is what is your conceptualization of family or what's familial is gets gets eroded corroded and then the local sphere fails when you try to turn the public into the local the local loses its value because the local is as we said a an enclave or a, a sheltering of the public sphere but you're using that sheltering method to fix the public universality of existence or whatever or universality of the the, the global identity or voice or whatever now back to the the premise that I I'm walking away from which is that locality is identity. Okay, so obviously identity is going to become important for this conversation because 
identity is a, a very potent use of handling the universal conversation, the universal picture, so that we could bring it to ourselves to make it our own, right? So we would say that the home is enough to do that because the home, as we said, is the sheltering, the privatization of, of the public sphere. But the identity does it intellectually. The home is, is a more physical manifestation or in a very uh, simplistic discourse way. But the complete intellectual sphere of, of a person wants to also localize the, the intellectual offerings of, of the public sphere. Now, how does it do this? through the usage of identity because what identity is is I identify as this right so I'm, I'm more than myself and in that identity right it's in that self that extra self called identity I'm able to receive that information in a coherent manner where it becomes a part of me away sheltered from the public sphere so it gets to live on and the family makes good use of identity as well because oh we are this type of faith or we are this type of idea and based on that they 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 have this method of i call it method of locality in order to make use of all the intellectual offerings of the global world now we could imagine this degrading and the middle ages are quite a quite apparent in this regard where one person's method of locality becomes so sacred and important to them that they would be willing to kill or be killed to protect and to have that thrive that method of locality from the universal conversation the cultural movement of of the generation or whatever now that becomes problematic because it's only a method, right? If if one had a a tool to fix to fix a appliance or whatever, and then there's a competing tool or another offering a possible tool, one wouldn't obsessively say no this tool because it's only a tool, it's only a method to the to the ultimate goal of fixing the device or whatever. So, that being said, if one is willing to kill or be killed over the method, the tool, then by definition what they're saying is our method is actually not a real method. It's, it's way more than that. It's, it's not even a tool. It is all of universality, which actually corrodes the entire public influence on oneself and they're they live in this uh what would you call it um cave or whatever because you need the universal picture that by definition doesn't have boundaries and is is somewhat chaotic and and doesn't identify as anything and moves as as the world moves or whatever to to shelter to to assist and building the identity now if the identity or the method of locality is only being used to is being used obsessively to a point where 
it's not a way to a method to to receive from the universal picture but rather it's considered itself the universal picture that one what one is really doing is saying that universal doesn't matter locality is everything and then the home itself corrodes as well because a home that exists on an island is not a civilized structure or it's not it's not it's not a developing situation so yeah we we could look back and say oh, how foolish the middle ages are for such an approach to identity um and in a way the they're lacking some simplistic understandings of human nature um but it does get complicated at some point because as we said we're calling it method of locality identity certain identities certain localities <clears throat> are more sacred than others to oneself okay now what does sacred mean what does holy mean well holy means that oneself is connecting to its natural elements whatever they are the natural elements of selfhood one is connecting back to his nature okay so where does that leave us what, what, what is that well then what happens is that the method of locality or a home always is a sacred structure and the public will always be a non-sacred structure because the home is connecting to nature it's in reproduction it's in it's in all the na natural elements of a person it's 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 a way it's a device it's a method to experience oneself in a deeper manner so it's going to be more sacred it's going to be sacred as opposed to the public which is completely not sacred. There's nothing sacred about the public. Now, there's ideas in the public that become sacred based on other methods of locality. For example, freedom of rights or whatever, right? So that's a lo that's a, a government clause that's a method of localizing the universal picture. So even as you go off into wherever you are, and you're traveling and you're being whatever it is that you want to be rights should always be free now what what that is whatever that's another conversation so it's a way to understand the universal picture that okay there's rights and people so that the idea is that the universal picture could continue because if rights start being lost then how could you go on dancing in the bigger sphere when people are not able to do that it's like you're, you're you're firing the members that make your your institution so then the institution is gone but it's a method in, in approaching it so it's it's sacred because it, it connects to something naturalistic of a person which is that a person would want to express themselves it's not it's very natural it's very normal that uh, uh, an infant will stretch their limbs and and try to 
prostrate themselves on on existence, on, on life. And so, um, that being said, a child or, or an adult or whatever, a human being has this natural state. And even as civilized and public and developed we become, that natural state will always need to be recognized as the more sacred element of humanity. For example, sexual intimacy is a very sacred element of humanity, and it will always be a sacred element of humanity, whatever the civilized structure may be. Now, the civilized structure may say that sexual intimacy is not a high regard, which is just trying to remove more of the local locality and just taking all the universal for themselves, saying that the public is, is really the locality and sexual intimacy is is gone but they're just messing with human nature and human nature as we know from time to time will roar what it what it really requires and needs to be accessed so what sacred is what is humanistic and it's not the method of locality that is sacred. The identity is not sacred. Even that as, as we say it's so sacred, what we're really saying is it's sacred because it assists in helping us connect to our natural aspects of ourselves, which is sacred because it's it's who we are, essentially. But so we're attributing the identity as sacred, even as it's itself only a tool to bring something sacred. So, what's occurring is that, again, in the Middle Ages, let's call it, they're taking identity, the, the method of locality, too seriously. And they're also saying that their sacredness, the sacredness that they feel, which is definitely sacred, because that's the purpose of identity, to bring that out, is completely sacred, and every other method of locality is completely not sacred. What they're doing is they're stealing the the attribution of sacredness and they're putting it on their identity when it's only the natural manifestation of life. Okay, for example, let's stick to the, the, the Abrahamic religions. Um, let's say the, the Christian notion of the idea of resurrection or that a person could be reborn or whatever like that that's something that that speaks to the human soul there's no human being that can't understand that that's so they're using their identity right the identity of being a christian to to um localize to find something natural in themselves that they connect to the universal public. So if the public is talking about, you know, f you know, failing in business or whatever, they could immediately use their method of locality, their identity, and and approach it with their own understandings of rebirth and resurrection or whatever. And by default, what it offers them is 
is a way to connect to their humanistic self. Now, what is sacred is not the concept of resurrection in the identity. What's sacred is the humanistic aspects of death and life and the, the goal of rebirth and whatever. These th That is sacred. And the idea is that whatever is sacred is universally sacred. And Jean Rousseau is not completely this incorrect by saying that there's a naturalistic religion because fundamentally all religions are the same in this regard and in most regards in some sense now let's go to let's say um, the Islamic culture right or the Islamic religion which would say that um, alcohol is detestable right so what, what, what are they really saying? So that, that there's an identity there, a method of locality that says that intoxication is, is, is an, an experience that, that, that destroys the process of growth or life. Now, that connects to something sacred in the human soul that wants to naturally thrive and not to rely on substance in general, whatever. Like, these are... These are sacred elements of selfhood, and we understand that in the, in the age of drugs, let's call it. And so that that is a method of locality, but it's connecting to something sacred and, and selfhood that, that recognizes that substance usage w corrupts a certain element of, of the human condition. And it's really respecting the natural state of a human condition with its simplistic you know sustenance and 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 whatever it doesn't need more than that um and for the for judaism let's say um you have you have concepts like uh circumcision so for that that would be a method of locality the identity that connects to something sacred that's natural to a person which is the member which produces sexual intimacy and doing a sacrifice in that regard and connecting, making sacred sexual intimacy. Right? So it's not the identity that's sacred. It's the sexual intimacy that's sacred that is being extrapolated through the method of locality, which is the, the identity. Okay, so the Middle Ages failed in this regard because they, they used the concept of sacredness to at, they attributed it to, to their own method. They attributed it to the tool as opposed to the, the reality of, of itself manifesting through the tool. They focused on the tool instead of the device, that, the objective. Now... In regards to let's move away from identity and, and locality and move back to universality. Um, how does un universality fail? And we, we were beginning this discussion with this, which is that it's not seeking to progress because the credence of Universality is that it's this expansive notion that's beyond the limitations of individuals, of, of specific ideas. And so if it's not expanding, then it's dying. And then 
it's not a universality. It's actually a culture that's not going to produce to the new age culture, right? There's only one dominant culture in every generation. And the culture that starts to say that we don't need to expand automatically gets stuck in itself. And then the culture that is continuing to expand will, will overtake that. I think that to attempt to manipulate that system and say that, no, the public sphere is actually incorporating these cultures as opposed to those, meaning having a bias in the universality. And I'm going to say why locality is not a bias. But having a bias in the universality is is a detriment to the entire universal picture because it's like, why are you so overly focused on this element in the company, in the in the structure, in the situation, when you have the whole company, when you have the whole, like, agreed that we need to focus on parts as we go along because we need to we can't just focus on everything all the time, but to overly focus, to obsess and say, well, that indigenous culture should have more of a voice in our culture. Well, okay. We want to hear we want to hear more, but do we want to when we overly obsess and what we're doing is we're corroding the entire universal picture. And then it's not a progressive civilization. It's just um the priorities of one's ideas, right? Um now, why is that different than locality? Like we, in the 21st century or the 20th century, there was a lot of critique on identity because it is. it does seem like a bias. It's like, well, you're going to focus on the, this method of locality, this, this, you know, structure that forces you into things and rituals and spaces when you have this big picture. It's like, what what are you doing? sitting at home with your rituals when you have this whole world in front of you and good like that's a good critique but what what's really happening is it's we're saying that for our universal picture your locality has no place so what's happening is the universal spokesmen who are saying hey your identity is just a barrier for the progressive world what they're saying is I have a priority to get rid of your aspect of the universality in terms of the goal of having a more progressive world. Now, why would somebody have such a bias to remove that element? Because the production of the universal picture is based on all its parts. So attempting to remove one of its parts in a, an obsessive manner would corrode the whole system. That, that's one point. Secondly... Meaning, universality should always incorporate all the localities. Should take note of, wow, what's what's this offering? What's this religion offering to me? What is, right? It should be allowed its its place in the conversation, or at least its uh, place to contend in the conversation. You know, it doesn't have to win because it's it has to be good in order to win. Um, so that being said, you have, 
you have this idea that the locality is a bias, but what it is is just a home. I mean, if you start saying that a locality is a bias in the universal picture, then you would say that any private sexual union or any home or anything is a bias against the universal go shopping in the mall experience, right? It's it's like what gives you a right to decide to build a home and the privacy of your life when you have this big picture. So in a way when you're when you when one is saying that the identity is biased towards the universal conversation, they're also saying that the home is biased. Now, if I put this in front of people that believe such things, the the argument will be that no, but the home is allowed in the universal picture, but the identity is taking too much intellectual space because obviously it is an intellectual home. Um, which which has some truth, but it's like, okay, so once you start saying that there's no such thing as a locality for intellectual, then there's no such thing as locality for physical, right? You're like, why, why do you need to be sheltered in a four-walled structure physically if you don't need to be sheltered in a four-walled structure mentally, intellectually? So it's like the conversation is the same. It's together. And how would you build a physical home, which is obviously more than physical, and how would you educate or educate that home, or how would you approach it? What vision would you have if you don't have an intellectual home as well to have that home produce? And we see this, it's, this is common suburbia America. It's like, okay, we'll build a physical home because we have rights for that. We could... We'll build. We'll have a family because that's sacred, sacred elements, and we're connected to the universal picture, and everything is good. But in a an intellectual, in the intellectual sphere, the logos of the home, the intellectual vision of the home, or whatever the conversation may be in the home, or how you one would educate their children, or educate themselves in the home in regards to the home or whatever, anything intellectual in regards to the home has been cut off and said, no, no, that's just a bias against the universal picture. So what happens is the home lacks an identity or universal. The home lacks a, a locality. Intellectually, it lacks a locality. And so there's disarray in their home where there, there's this craving of, of, of something, there's this craving of a true home, which is intellectually and physical, and because of that, they um, the home gets just stale and weak and pathetic, and the people that grow up in the home want to get far away from that because it's it's not a place that is either universal or local because. The local is not being done well, and it's not universal because it's still a home. So what happens is it's like this bridge of the two, and it's, it's. I would say it's a hell for children. It's a true hell because they're questing, and they they're questing a certain intellectual space, and they're not getting that quest, and they can't even request it because it's not like they. The natural tendency of children is to ask for food. Then it's not natural for children to ask for intellectual, an intellectual home, and if it's not given to them, they're 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 constantly in a state of suffering where they 
they're living in a home, but they feel like they're living in the mall. They feel like they're living in a public institution. They feel like they're living in, in you know, whatever, a subway station. They're, they're because they intellectually, I'm saying, I mean, physically, you know, they're, they're strict borders. And what you'll notice is that there's a compensation, especially on the parents' part, because they don't have an intellectual home. There's a compensation to make the physical home even stronger, even more like all the needs have to be met right now. And it has to be perfect. And really, that's the the the, the cynicism of the white picket fence, which is, oh, you're going to get so good that you're going to get the perfect fence and the perfect structure. And it's going to be nice and white. But then where is the intellectual home going to exist? If you're... If you're so, meaning the white picket fence isn't a compensation for a lack of physical, of intellectual home. So, yeah, I hope I hope you've 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 gained something from this, and in terms of the universal aspect of life and the the lo local aspect, and understanding that it's really all universal. Meaning, there's no such thing as locality, other than the locality being a method to take something from the universal and stick with it. It's like marry one person and stick to that, right? In a way, there's something like strangling of that. It's like marry one person and stick to them. But no, it's marry one person and stick to them because it's one piece of that universal picture of life that you took and made it something private for for you two to enjoy and to be in so but it's always based on the fact that the guy went out and took it from the universal or the girl went out and took it from the universal picture and the second it gets to the point where no we are separate from the world and we have our own space gone from the world the home erodes because it's 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 lacking the umbilical cord which gives it sustenance, which is the universal global picture or whatever. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to see the video version of this, check out my channel on YouTube.